0: From the Credit Union National Association, this is the CUNA News Podcast. Credit Union people. Credit Union ideas. Service to others has been part of Cheryl DeBoard's DNA from a young age thanks to her parents. She continues to demonstrate her commitment to community service, as President and CEO of $279 million asset Members' Choice Credit Union in Ashland, Kentucky. I'm Bill Merrick, Deputy Editor with CUNA News. This week on the CUNA News Podcast, we're sharing interviews with our four 2021 Credit Union Heroes. The 2021 Credit Union Hero Program is sponsored by Simitar. In this episode, the board shares some of the many ways Members' Choice goes above and beyond for members and the community at large. What were some ways that you assisted members during the pandemic?
1: We did several different things. Of course, we did the skip a pay like everyone else did, where we let them skip several months. It wasn't just one month. I mean, we actually watched them and they had to come in each month and buy for it, but we did let them do skip a pay. We waived courtesy pays for people that uh, withdrew their accounts. We also waived late fees. One of the things we did that I really liked is we went to our local small businesses and bought thousand dollars worth of gift cards and because they needed the money direct then and so we bought these gift cards and then we handed them to our members through the drive through and um, we got a great response from just doing that so those were I think the biggest things you know we, we really tried to support everybody locally now we did for our employees here I started a virtual school what we did is I hired teachers I hired four teachers and uh, employees here that had young children they had virtual learning and of course everybody's working at home so they had no place for their kids to go so we started a virtual school here we had teachers here to teach them and help them stay on the computers and um, that was a huge response from not just our employees but from members too you know that we actually thought enough of our employees to do that. It ran for several, several months, and uh, we have recently stopped doing that just because the kids are going back to school. And I hope that continues them being in school, but we'll see. <laughs> you, know?
0: you have an extensive record of community service. What do you think drives that focus in you, and, and why is that so important to you?
1: Honestly, I think it started, I think the drive started from my parents. We were coming home. My grandparents lived out in the country, and my mom looked over in the yard and saw a bunch of little children playing out in the yard. And the yard there was just dirt. And um, she happened to have a Christmas tree in the car for my grandparents that wasn't going to use it. And she told my dad, she said, Smiley, pull over here. And she said, Let's see what these kids need. So she gets the Christmas tree out and she takes it in the house and is going to give them decorations for it. And the house has no floor in it, it's a dirt floor. And it touched mom's heart so much. She came back here to our community and she started gathering up food, clothes for these children. And there was nine children and the community rallied around her so much. And they actually ended up paying to have a floor put in the house. And I think that stuck so much in my head that, you know, just help people not to get something back, just help people to be helping people. It truly what our philosophy here at the credit union is, but I think that's where it started from there. I was asked one year to go on a mission trip and I said, yes, didn't even know where he's going. I just said, yes, I'll go and I end up being in Haiti (laughs) and just seeing what's needed in another country and then trying to place all that in my mind and how can I help our community because there's people here that needs it as much as people in Haiti. It's just a different type of help. I've always loved that type of work. I've always tried just reaching out to other people but I really believe it started with my parents.
0: So thinking of your community service efforts at the credit union, can you think of a a member that you've helped with these efforts or any other type of memorable moments you've had with your community service efforts at the credit union?
1: There's a couple of things with the community that we've done that sticks out to my mind, but also here. And it wasn't necessarily something I did, but it's the culture that's here. Just recently, an MSR, one of our tellers, met a couple that was, they grew up in a homeless shelter. They met in a homeless shelter. And just from her talking to them, they actually came in, they opened an account up here, just in a normal account. And we are um, several, 28 of us actually, have just recently received the financial counseling certificate from CUNA. And people have been talking to them, and they were getting ready to rent a house, and so here in our office, someone said, have you ever thought about trying to buy your house, buy a home? And um, their mortgage closes the 1st of February. And this young couple is amazing when you talk to them. And now their work ethic has had a lot to do also to get them to where they're at. But I just keep saying from being homeless to buying a home, it's, it's an amazing thing to me. And one of the biggest things we have done, we... Um, we look at credit score and we try to make very smart decisions, but we probably make more loans at a, a medium credit score or lower credit score than what most people do. We truly try to give people a chance to better their lives and to dream the dream that they want to dream. You know.
0: Wow, that's that's life changing. That's amazing.
1: It's life changing, and um, then we also do build a bed and. um, I had done that through my church and we just recently took this over and actually um, the lady that heads this up is she's an advertising and uh, our business development person. And so we build beds. We build about 200 beds a year and it's mattresses, sheets. We put the whole thing on it. We open it up to the community. So we have over a thousand people that meet in a building and we build all day. And we give them, there's an application and people who are struggling for children to be in beds rather than be on floors. And the first year that we did it here, we did it in the the lot behind us. And we had a big tent. And I'll never forget a little girl jumping out of the truck. And uh, we had a bed set up just as a model so everybody could see what we were doing. And she goes to that bed and she jumps up on it and she starts jumping up and down. And the small, I mean, for all of us, it was just a take back moment, you know, to see we're making a difference. Some people might move next year and their children might not have a bed again next year. But if we make a difference in one child's life, then we've made a difference. I think that was one of the biggest moments, Taz, and it wasn't anything big. It was just to see the joy on someone's face like that. We also recently, we started last year, we, uh, at Christmas time, we will go to Walmart and go back to the layaway department. And we hand out $50 bills with a card. And it just says, for Member's Choice Credit Union, Merry Christmas. And that's all it says. And we, it's just a $50 in each envelope. And we just tell people we want to wish them a Merry Christmas. And last year, when we did it, we handed it to a lady. And then she ended up Posting on social media, she was actually buying for the giving tree down at the mall, and she had 10 kids she was buying for. So I I think sometimes that maybe what we're doing we think is just affecting that one person, but she just talked about how that $50 helped her take care of 10 children, you know, down at the mall. That was sort of a touching moment. And um, then me personally, I work with special needs a lot, and I'm on the board for Emmaus, which is a special needs program. And we have what we call a Jesus prom. And so every year we make it big. We get dresses and suits for adults with special needs. And the first year we've done it for over 10 years. But the first year we did it, I remember just one of the guys looking at me and we have a limo that will take them from one side of the building to the other side just to make it easy to move them. and the joy of riding in a limo around our parking lot. And um, I just remember him looking at me and saying, I've never ridden in a limo and I don't know anything that we're doing. This is just fun, (laughs) he said, you know. We dance with them, we have karaoke with them. Again, it's not that it's that big overwhelming thing, but it's every year it's an emotional thing for me just to see the excitement uh, because they never had the opportunity to have a prom in high school, but they get that opportunity now.
0: So looking at your community organizations that you work with, what impact do you think that your efforts have had on the community?
1: I think it's actually huge, and I'm just going to say that in the way that all the way across the board, it's not just my interest, it's everyone's interest and what they're interested in here. You know, we we have managers that's on um, foundation boards, United Way, I mean, the list goes on and on of things that we're doing, um, from Christmas time, a family needing something, We, two years ago, started a benevolence fund, and it's ran directly by the staff, and it's for our members only. If they hear of somebody having cancer, having struggles, you know, they send checks out. So I think that little by little, we're making an impact in a lot of different areas, but the way I think I'm seeing it the most is we are growing tremendously. And when I first started here, my biggest thing was, and I went into this position, I said, I don't want to do billboards. I don't want to spend my money on a billboard saying, we're here. I said, who looks at those anyway? I said, I want to make a difference in people's lives. And if we support the local ball teams, if we support the schools in this area, we do scholarships, we do $10,000 scholarships a year. If we do those things, that's going to be our advertisement. And I see over and over, and we get letters over and over again about This financial institution, they take care of the people in our community. They're making a difference in the community. And that's what I really want to be known for. When I walk out these doors and I retire from here, I want to be known that we made a difference in the community.
0: How do you define people helping people?
1: Member's choice. (laughs) It's exactly what we do. I had a girl that called me last night, one of my workers, and she called and she was excited about, she received one of these certificates, financial certificates, counseling certificates, and she had just closed a loan, helped somebody get a loan, and the realtor had called her and said, out of every financial institution I've ever worked with, you did the best, you did the quickest, you kept us updated on what was going on, and she was overwhelmed about what she does, but um When I look at people helping people, it's not just community and it's not just writing a check and handling that. It's truly pulling up your sleeves and making a difference in people's life.
0: What's your leadership philosophy?
1: It starts from the top. If I'm not willing to do it, if they don't see me um, out in the community, if they don't see me handling the customers, that's disgruntled. If they don't see me when it's overtime work or when we are having IT problems or, you know, concerned and working side by side, then there's a problem. So um, my leadership style is, I'm never going to ask you to do something that I wouldn't be willing to do. And I guess more than that is to respect my employees and to try to find their strengths.
0: And what advice would you offer new credit union leaders?
1: I think for new leaders, the biggest thing would be to look at your staff or look at who's under you. We've got a group of different people, and it's easy to get mad at somebody. And it's, I see it all the time with younger people. Back when I first started, and how easy it is to look at someone else's job and think it's easier, or they're not doing as much as I'm doing. And um, I constantly try to remind all of ours, management all the way down, you know, do the best that you can possibly do. And you will go far in this company or in the world. I mean, if you quit looking at other people, my advice is just to meet their employees wherever they're at.
0: And what's the best career advice you've ever received?
1: The best career advice actually was from my grandmother. And it's life advice, if I I could use it that way, is um, never say anything mean. If you don't have something good to say, don't say anything at all. And underneath that, she said, words are harsh. They can build a person or they can destroy a person. So watch what you say. That goes back to the leadership style. You know, it's easy to get angry with somebody because they made a mistake. But to sit down and really think about things and talk it out and find out where the mistake come from. And and sometimes there's nothing you can do with an employee with life. There's nothing you can do, you know, but make some kind of choice. Um, I had a manager that I had to let go. And truly, when I sat here and had to let him go, I cried. I had tears coming out of my eyes. And I told him, I said, you were unfortunate. You were put in a job that you could not handle. But I will try to help you any way I can in another position. And I just remember trying to think about how could I help him to better himself. And he ended up getting on at another credit union. And he's exactly where he needs to be. Like I said, life's hard. And sometimes we have to make decisions. But I think we have to love the people as we, as we make those decisions.
0: Yeah, empathy goes a long way.
1: Yes, it does.
0: Is there anything else you'd like to add or any other other topics you'd like to touch on?
1: Well, we talked a little bit. We mostly talked about what we have done here, and I, I've mentioned several things. I will say this. I am only who I am here because of my staff and because of my board of directors. The leadership job that I do, you have to have the good underneath you. I have a great management group. I have a great... Staff that uh, is welcoming people and trying to work and do the things up front on the front line, and I have a group of directors that supports us in education and every idea we come up with. I mentioned earlier we've got twenty-eight people that just got this financial counseling certificate. So yeah. one of the things where strategic planning is, you know, how can we open a financial counseling here? And besides just looking at when they come in for loan, what else can we do for our members as far as helping them? Uh, reach their dream. I think that's another thing that I would just like to be, you know, for a member's choice to be known for. You know, at this phase of my life, I kept thinking, do I need this? I'm an older person. Do I want to study that sick book that they sent out of all that paper? But it starts from the top. And I did the study in and went to the groups with them and learned just like the rest of them did, you know, the things that needed to be done. And I think every, every manager except one, I think, did it. So um, it, it was a pretty big deal.
0: Did your um, financial counseling, did did you do a lot more of that during the pandemic?
1: We have, but we have been very fortunate as far as opening up the lobbies. I mean, I have closed down at different times when we were required to, but once we got everything in place, we've been very fortunate. We have worked with a lot of people, and especially the people that come in and want to skip a pay. You know, To me, they need to know the full picture. If you skip a pay this month, unfortunately that does add back to your loan it does take a little longer to pay off you know they need to know everything about skip a pay and we have one girl that's in collections but she sort of spearheaded the skip a pay program too and she was really good about explaining the whole picture to them what was going to happen with it a lot of people just expect it and you know that you know in in any kind of life problem some people just expect to be helped, but, but but most people here it seemed like really respect what we were doing and how we were trying to help them. It's been challenging and it's still challenging. You know, we don't know what next quarter is going to be. We stayed strong. We did great through this last year. And I was very proud of all of us. We gained members every month. And I'm talking hundreds of members, you know. We service over 21,000 members. So we have a bigger service area for a smallest credit union as we are. So it's been different. We try to stay out there and let people know we're here to help them through this any way that we possibly can. Uh, and it's even gone from things like layoffs that we've had here, not just pandemics, but I mean, it's affected a lot of different businesses. And so we're, we've tried to help all the way around.
0: To learn more about Cheryl DeBoard and the other 2021 Credit Union Heroes, visit news.cuna.org cuhero There, you can read profiles of all four heroes and cast your vote for Credit Union Hero of the Year. Voting ends March 20th. Thanks for listening to the CUNY News Podcast. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher Radio.